Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield, and this is a bonus episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Now, as ever, let's begin by banging these bongos. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Well today I'm taking you to meet Lakshmi Hussain. Normally I record these podcasts several weeks in advance, which is what was intended for this podcast. But this one with Lakshmi was recorded just last week. During this conversation she mentioned that she's got an edition of artworks coming out for Mother's Day. And already having podcasts lined up either side of it, we figured it'd be a shame to let that pass. So we made it into a bonus episode. That way it could sort of be crowbarred in between podcasts, you know. If you don't know Lakshmi's work, she makes paintings by the use of continuous line, predominantly using bold and vibrant blues, and reflects on motherhood both past and present. Now I don't want to give too much away during the intro to this podcast, so I'll leave the description of her work there. The paintings in question can be bought via partnership editions. They're the ones that promote Lakshmi's work. So if you haven't already made a note of it, keep a pen handy because it gets mentioned later on in the podcast. Oh, and thank you to Tanny Burns for the introduction. So please, come with me over Zoom as I spoke to Lakshmi Hussain. Yeah, so I always get called Lakshmi, um, but uh, because it is spelled L-A-X-M-I, um, but I guess 
Lakshmi is like my stage name, isn't it? (laughs) 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 Well, Lakshmi, we have seven questions that I ask every artist. The first being, um, how would you explain what you do to someone that doesn't know your work? Hmm. I would say that I'm a painter and I draw and I express um the female body I feel in a way that is um unique I try to explore all types of bodies be quite diverse and just be quite open with the shapes and the forms that everyone has and yeah I think I think I've um I do a lot of this in continuous line and I think it's quite unique to who I am I also use the color blue a lot um that's quite personal to me and I think that's why my work's become quite uh connected to the colour the blue is it one shade of blue one <laughs> tone of blue one specific blue colour because one colour looked like a a Klein blue and another looked like an aquamarine but I didn't know whether that was the the photograph that had been taken the light it was in or well, I do use the Klein blue a lot, and that's the particular blue that I use for the Wembley Park mural. Um, but I love all shades of blue. Blue is just a really incredible colour. Um, and usually it's the quite intense sort of Klein, or I, I quite often use the um, Prussian blue, which yeah. is another really beautiful colour. But yeah, blue, any kind of blue. <laughs> and how did that come about? Is it symbolic of anything or did you just when you was working it just sort of grew on you you know so it's I think it's um it's definitely symbolic my mum wore a lot of blue and so I lost my mum in 2018 um thank you very suddenly to cancer and um when I was when she was sick I that was when I got my first studio it was a tiny little shared space in a really beautiful building but every time I so I went there kind of to escape it was usually between hospital visits and going home and stuff like that so I literally would just drop in for an hour and it was my kind of therapy yeah um and for some reason my blue peaked during then wow (laughs) and I couldn't you know I was just obsessed with it I just wanted to paint everything in blue I was looking for different inks different colors different shades and when my mum died it just became more and more intense and more obsessive and on the one year anniversary my sister sent me a picture of her and she's wearing um blue denim head to toe and she looks incredible and um that is one of my first memories that photo um so I'm five years old I'm sitting in a boat with her she's wearing this blue number and I'm sitting next to the photographer and I remember this day so vividly like every moment of this day and I think that's what it's that's what it is yeah um and my mum's blue is a softer more kind of sky blue that's what she loved and then it just seemed to flood back all these memories of her wearing blue all the time um but I think that's that's what people you say about that memory of you as a child isn't it funny how um like for instance that that day there you're talking about um 
very probably nothing significant happened that day, but you can sort of remember being yeah. in the boat, getting in the boat, you know, laughing and joking while you're in it, just splashing the sound of the water, the smell of the water, you know, all of those things. Yeah. And there's nothing really significant to, to draw you towards it. It was obviously just a, a beautiful day, wasn't it? Yeah, and I remember specifically that morning because my brother and sister are younger than me. My mum was like, Shh, you wake up, we're going to we're going to this resort. And it was the first time she took us to the Philippines. And she was like, we can't wake them up. So it's just you and me. Wow. <laughs> and I was, nice. just felt really special. There you go. Um, yeah, it just, I just remember that day so well. And for a five-year-old memory, it's, you know, it's quite significant. So the blue has now got an emotional attachment between Absolutely. you and your, your mother. So it sounds like you're going to be lumbered with blue for quite some time, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> I know, my poor, poor family. <laughs> but if I could just say, doesn't it sit well um, on pretty much any colour that, that you put on the background or that you have on its background? Yes, yes so many things go so well with blue because I guess when we look at the sky we never think oh what color is going to go with it because everything coats with it so I think that's why it's unique in that way it's I use such a vibrant blue but blue is such a natural color yeah and we never think of it in that way but we have so it has so many emotions attached to it so I think that's why it's so special so I've seen that you some of your work you have on it looked like paper it could have been canvas but either way it was a um a tan sort of background and yes. that climb blue that, that you this the one I'm in particular that I'm talking about was a, a linear drawing of the female form and man did it pop off of that <laughs> it really did thank you thank you yeah no um I often like to, I like the contrast of something quite natural so it would be a natural paper or I would do I often paint on wood um, boards and I just like the contrast of quite a neutral tone like that with blue I do think that they work so well together and what is it about the, the continuous just... line that pulls you so much I quite like that they can be really abstract but also quite structural in in the way that they form and also when you work in continuous line it's literally you put your pen or your brush or whatever on the paper and you just don't lift it until you've finished and it's quite a fun task like when you're doing life drawing or something like that and everyone always is like what you don't want me to lift my pen <laughs> <laughs> but I've just it's become something that I use on a daily basis and I love that you can have all these curls and squiggles and something forms out of this, you know, this abstract playfulness yeah, yeah. with line. I mean, um, you, you draw the female form with your brush in continuous line. For yeah. a viewer, first glance looks a simple drawing. For anyone <laughs> who's tried it, it's far from a simple drawing, yes, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, I so I do a lot of workshops and everyone's like, how do you make it look so easy? But you've got to bear in mind that I'm teaching you something that I've been doing for years. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, you, you'll get it. It's just what whatever you want to put your mind to, really, isn't it? It's also quite unique in a technique in that because it does lend itself well to being abstract, you really can just get carried away with it. Yeah. And I think that's what's so special about it. 
Excellent. Well, I mean, the, the continuous continuous line drawings that I remember from a kid, because I've never, I wasn't into <coughs> art as a child, but it was that just like making a little squiggle and then colouring in all the shapes within the squiggle, you know, and oh, that yeah. was the, the, the continuous line drawing, although it was very abstract, you know, there was, <laughs> there was nothing at the end of it. Did you have art growing up at, in, I, at the home? At home, yes, all the time. Um, not because my parents were creative, but because they nurtured it. I've been drawing Excellent. since I was very little. When mum died, my, we actually found lots and lots of like old cars that we've made. Um, and all three of us seemed to want to make her a card or <laughs> make dad a card. <laughs> and she had like lots and lots of paintings. Um, and we obviously did it from really, really young. I believe I was painting from at least five years old. Brilliant. I, yeah. love, it when I, <laughs> I love it when artists tell me that. And where was it you grew up? Because, you know, as, as you mentioned, Indian father, uh, mum from the Philippines. Um, they both met here and I was born here. Oh, I excellent. Born, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I often say that I'm a Londoner just because, one, I think Londoners are very rare. And <laughs> um, this is my home. It's, you know, it's such a brilliant city. And I've watched it change over the last 40 years. And... I, I can't see myself being anywhere else. Um, I always come back here. Yeah, it's um, funny how, um, um, yeah, something can anchor you there without a chain, can't it? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I really claim the fact that I am a Londoner because I just love the city so much. Brilliant. And what part of London is it? So I was born in the Royal Free. in Camden um grew up in St John's Wood because my parents had a corner shop and I used to be sitting in the window drawing as a kid (laughs) (laughs) um and then we moved to South Kilburn um and I went to school in Marlebone and then I we moved to Wembley excellent we always had connections to Wembley like we lived in Wembley when I was a baby um, so it's back and forth between here and Kilburn, really. So walking the streets of several different areas of London is quite familiar. Yeah, and um, I love driving and I can drive across uh, most of the city. I don't need a sat-nav because I just, <laughs> I, I just, you know, it's quite, it's quite a nice city. Well, I love, I love it. So I'm always going to, I'm always going to sing its praises, but I know so much of the city, even the parts that I don't live in um, just because of dad's because they had a corner shop they used to deliver all over the city um, and I used to sit with dad and marvel at the city brilliant yeah I, I love London it, just as you're saying it, it yeah exactly the same <laughs> for me although and I know my way around London quite well but that was through bunking off of school as a kid and going up to London <laughs> brilliant. Um, it, it did pay off you know, I left school with no qualifications, but I know my way around London. <laughs> it, it's, you know, it's one of those places that you, yeah. it's so big for a city. When was it that you decided you wanted to be an artist? Um, it was about just um, under, I'd say, seven years ago. Um, I was sort of painting and drawing all the way up until then. 
but I studied architecture for my degree and I really loved the drawing aspect for it but that really solidified that I was an artist and not anything else and then after that I just kind of got an office job and then when my kids were born when my eldest was born he loved drawing with me and we just used to draw and draw and draw on days off or the weekend and that's when I was like I really want to do this more make it like a proper hobby or and then when my daughter came along I was just obsessed I couldn't I couldn't see my life being without art in it anymore (laughs) um and you know the more that I did it the more that my style evolved and eventually um yeah the rest is kind of history I mean I've been solidly working full-time as an artist for a year now which it just passed the year and I just I can't believe that you know this is my every day (laughs) um I'm very very lucky because you know it it can you don't know which way it's going to go and it's one of those jobs where it's not like um you can't you don't have a pay sheet for your you know your time and you know you're not going to guarantee your income from day to day and it's so unpredictable but at the same time it's also so incredible to do something like this hats off i um you mentioned about um the feeling the urge to be an artist got a little bit stronger when your daughter was born do you think that was the parallel of you and your mother and you and your daughter I'm not trying to lay you down on a couch here and (laughs) and psychoanalyse, you know, you and your mum's relationship by any means, but it just popped into my mind as... as Well, mum was still around then, so perhaps it wasn't... I don't know. I really... I don't know what propelled me to move that... move it forward. I think it was more the, the more abstract of how difficult motherhood could be and being something like an artist, which I'd always been in my bones felt like if I can't do that and I can do all the difficult things that come with being a parent yeah then what am I doing of course of course well you mentioned that you've only been an artist a year or so and um, yeah full time and sorry yeah and you've you just mentioned your mural at Wembley a couple of questions yeah how did it come about what was the mural and when was it completed so I literally just completed the mural last week and it was unveiled for International Women's Day because oh, excellent. the mural is called Landscapes of Women and that was the idea that I put across when I was approached. So Zoe Allen, who curated the entire project, um, wanted to put together a spring trail for Wembley Park and Wembley has this incredible art trail, you know, the, the art changes um from an I want to say quarterly basis but some stay much longer some are permanent some you know change yeah, just every parts of it of so it always exactly evolves. yeah that's good yeah and you know part of the redevelopment of Wembley is that they have this beautiful art trail that evolves over time and it's open to the public and it's free for you to go and see and enjoy outside and it's made Wembley such a nice Wembley's evolved so much. I don't know if you remember Wembley. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah it, it was. I mean, I come from Dagenham and Barking, which isn't a great area, but <laughs> Wembley was similar. The, the amount of times yeah. I've been there. It was yeah. a, a, a London town like many other London towns. 
Yeah, and now if you haven't been to Wembley for five years, you wouldn't recognise it. It is it's beautiful. It's you know it's live and it's buzzing and it's got so many coffee shops and restaurants and everything, and the art trail adds to that. And so Zoe um, contacted me about during lockdown and said, "I really love your art. Um, I'm sitting on a bus and I've remembered you, and I wanted to send you a message. I really want to work with you." and we'll figure something out and I was like okay Um, really lovely to hear from you um I'd love to meet you and we met um last year and we chatted and we just got on so well and she said well I've got this project which is going to be an all-female lineup and I'd love you to be part of it and I was like tell me what it is (laughs) and she was like well, actually, you live there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just ticking every box as the conversation exactly. goes on. And um, so I got the kind of brief of the sites that were um, available. And she said, have a walk around. Think where you might, where your work might sit and let me know what you think. Um, and the Splay Steps is um, something that's never been commissioned before. And I saw it and I was like, yep. That's what I want. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, and I pitched for it and they said, we'd love it. We, they love my pitch and they, they really love my idea and how I could create this feminine space in an area which is obviously traditionally masculine, um, but also just a real pop of colour and, you know, adding to an art trail that's, you know, just a, an incredible space. And could you describe the artwork itself and its surroundings? So it sits almost at the foot of Wembley Park, uh, sorry, at, almost at the foot of Wembley Stadium. So if you're walking to, up to Wembley Stadium from Wembley Park Station, you cannot miss it because it's the brightest blue you've ever seen around. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a set of concrete steps, but um, it's kind of the steps where they're wide enough that you could also sit on. So they're often... Yeah, yeah. Um, a place of attraction for people to go and sit and have their lunch and um I wanted it to be a bit immersive so that the figures change shape when you're walking on them when you're walking around them when you're climbing on them so you it's kind of like you can explore different forms of women as you're immersing yourself in it and so I covered all the steps in 
my bright climb blue. Nice. And then I painted some very delicate forms, interweaving bodies over the steps um, in continuous line. So Excellent. Lots of really curvy shapes. They're very abstract, but also you'll see different shapes wherever you're standing. And that's what I think is really beautiful about it. I've never worked on a canvas that's <laughs> that's structural you know it's not just flat and um it was really interesting and intriguing to have to figure it out as well <laughs> excellent yeah so i mean it's a it's a proper shift from working on a, a flat 2d Absolutely. surface in in front of you on the wall yeah and um we did quite a lot of drawings trying to visualize what it would look like on paper and you know with photographs but also at one point I was like you're going to have to trust that a little bit of this is going to be interpretable because yeah. I can't draw something that's a 3d shape onto a piece of paper of that course. was one of the hardest things I've had to do in a long long time <laughs> <laughs> and I have an architecture background there you go um but yeah, it's very difficult, you know, to show something flat on a photograph for something that's 3D. How was that relationship started? You said that she'd seen your work. She'd seen my work, I believe, on Instagram and Excellent. followed me. Yeah. Excellent. I love it when stuff like that happens. Do you know what? I Instagram, for all of its um, woes that people find, the, uh, you know, because it's shifted so much over time. Yeah. Um, it has been what's helped my career. Um, you know, I've got a very good audience and they're very engaged in what I do. And they're just so, the people that connect with me are just incredible. You know, they, they're my inspiration for when I draw and vice versa. I'm, I feel that they communicate that I inspire them as well so it's it I'm very lucky to have a platform like that um I know it's very difficult for other creatives to use social media but for me it really has been the, what's helped my career so much it's also about getting your work out in front of people and people also wanting to shout about that and sometimes it can be really difficult for artists to you know to get that part off the ground yeah. Um, but for anyone who is looking to be an artist, I'd say just to keep going. And I mean, being a professional artist for, for just over a year and having that start, did that start before you become a professional artist? Uh, yes, definitely. Yeah, no, I'd already had quite a large platform before I decided to kick it off and make nice. it full time. Yeah. Excellent. That's a, that's a good way to start your, uh, your professional career, at least. Yes, isn't it? <laughs> yes. No, definitely. Can I ask, which piece that you've created has got a strongest emotional connection? Um, can I show you it? I'd love to because see it, yeah. So many people have asked me if I'd sell this, but I can't sell it. <laughs> and it's just sitting here because... Oh, well, perfect. And what we're looking at, for anyone that doesn't know, is... So that's... Oh, you explain. Oh, sorry. So it's a painting of me and my baby. And so when I had my third child nearly two years ago, I wanted to reclaim how I felt about my body with this pregnancy. The first two pregnancies were so difficult because I couldn't predict 
or I just had felt I had no control over who I was changing into and then motherhood your body keeps changing your mindset changes everything changes um and third time around I was like this is the most comfortable I felt as a person as a mom as a vessel and I wanted to document it and I documented my third pregnancy a lot and I continued documenting it after I had my baby and about a year ago I started including my baby into my paintings and it's something that I'd never thought about before and I just love it I love that that's going to be memories in the future um for us to just appreciate that part of our lives yeah that was the driving force for why I decided that I needed to be an artist because your body does this incredible incredible thing brings these people into your life nurtures them past and beyond and you know until they're 18 like yours and if I can do all that and it seemed almost part of my DNA and you know it's just more of a natural thing that you just you keep adapting to why can't I do something like being an artist yeah when you look at the act of becoming pregnant all the way through to giving birth and you think about the change that has happened inside you it's you can't even fathom it it's it really is and you know even like just nurturing them past that you know breastfeeding and all the emotional woes and now you know my older two are kind of almost preteen, and all of those things that happen then it's just um you know you never once you become a parent you never stop being a parent even when they get older it's it's just such a crazy ride isn't it and the the, the painting you just showed us was was you um sort of set back knees in front of you baby on your lap you can't see the heads of you and the baby no um could i ask have you got artworks of your other children as well i haven't but i want to that so that's the project for the rest of this year actually so this the beginning of this year has been really really busy and i hope that it's been like an investment in terms of that it means that I can sit back for a little bit of the rest of this year and actually explore painting. So that's my aim for the next few months to kind of slow down in terms of work and concentrate on my paintings. Lakshmi, how do you relax? Do you know what? Someone asked me this the other day. They said to me, now that you've turned your passion into a profession, does that mean you don't have a hobby? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, actually, you know, drawing still does what it's always done for me. And, you know, just being alone to be able to draw for the sake of drawing is something that I'll never lose um, the quality of. Like, it's always quality time for me. But otherwise, yeah, I do. I can't at the moment because I have, the baby with me all the time but otherwise I would love to like exercise more or um now that we're having summer I'd I'd, I walk a lot I love to walk but yeah that's I listen to a few podcasts um love listening to music and I don't read very often anymore but do love to read a book 
If there was you and five other artists, past and present, what would your ideal group show be? <laughs> oh, ideal group show. I I would love to be in there with Helen Frank and Zana. Nice. I'd also love to see my work alongside Lee Krasner. I mean... <laughs> We're talking about big, big artists. Of, of course, you've got the. It's your <laughs> ideal one, so you can have who you want. I have grown a really incredible community of local artists and friends, and one of my really, really good friends is Asha, um, and she is a textile artist now, but she does paint a lot as well, and her work is just so serene and tranquil that I think there could be a really good synergy there nice um and then I do love the work of a Toronto artist called Tarsine she's got these really bold like she works with photography and then she um paints on top of them and they're just really bold and um fun but the aspect of her minimalism is what draws me and still they're yeah. quite impactful paintings um, and then last one, I really should have left three spaces, but actually I, <laughs> I would love my daughter to be in a show with me. She's an incredible, incredible impressionist. And I hope that my sons never hear this podcast. Because they'll be like, <laughs> oh, you've painted one and you want to be with the other. But my daughter, um, I think she will be an artist. Excellent. even if it's not her profession but yeah she is the one that as soon as you get home from school you're like where is she oh she's upstairs drawing I think she's an artist really in her bones like it's something that will never leave her because everything is art it's like she's made she's made some of our glasses into art I'm like what happened to that set she's paper mache it and made it in something else Super. um oh i didn't think you needed it it was it was just sitting upstairs i was like <laughs> yeah because i put my glass down <laughs> excellent <laughs> um you know she's made shoes into our all the all the useful things that we obviously need yeah <laughs> um, yeah yeah you got nothing to drink day. out of or walking but <laughs> yeah, you got lovely sculpture around the house yeah she's one of those people that um, I wish, do you, do you remember when you were a kid and we had loads of art programs on after school? Like we had Dart Attack, we had Blue Peter, um, we had all of those cool, fun art programs yeah, that you yeah. don't really get anymore. She would just be the one that is sat plonked in front of the telly with a whole kit ready for whatever they were going to do. That would be yeah. her. And yeah, I would love her to be in a show with me. Maybe you should stick a camera in front of her and let her be the person that, <laughs> you know, that infuses the other kids to um, to pick up yeah. the brush. Yeah, definitely. She would be so good at that. Um, yeah, it would be an honour to have my daughter in a show with me. Would you reckon you'd be if you wasn't an artist? Oh, gosh. Do you know what? I actually had ambitions of being a surgeon. But I'm so squeamish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did really enjoy biology and maths. And I did think for a long, long time that I'd be a surgeon. But, um, you know, my sister didn't get 
she had an accident where she dropped a glass on top of her that it was like an ornamental glass and she was cleaning it and it dropped on her face and she got a cut right next to her eye and I was like Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he's gonna I thought that was gonna go somewhere else and I thought you jumped into action you know you put your no. side aside but no <laughs> you just let her suffer you like... let her bleed out <laughs> 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 she teases me about that all the time <laughs> and rightly so <laughs> excellent it's a surgeon but only in theory yes yeah. <laughs> excellent stuff yeah it's the first time anyone's answered that with a theoretical response <laughs> have you got anything coming up um i do potentially um, something really fun. I'm doing some illustrations for a publisher. And yeah, I can't really talk much more about that, but okay. I'm really, really excited to see them all to come together. Excellent. Sometimes things you want to need to know basis for a reason, aren't they? <laughs> and I don't need to know, and nor do you at the moment. <laughs> and I've also got a really lovely collection of a small collection of paintings for Mother's Day. They are kind of little nod at motherhood, but more a glance into motherhood because it is a small collection. I wanted them to be intimate and they go through the phases of motherhood. So perhaps the newborn and the new mother, the motherhood that takes you into adulthood like I think it's really truly special to have that relationship with the parent in adulthood yeah um it's very different to childhood um and if you do really have that close relationship with your parent I think that's quite a nice thing to document and what um, are, they? are they linear drawings again they're paintings yeah um and these are all on really beautiful papers so they're quite fun well <laughs> I say fun but they're really intimate and special I think what size are yeah. they so they range from about a3 up to a1 nice yeah just five paintings so it's quite a very it's a very small collection but I wanted them all to be quite a meaningful piece so they took some time to put together you're putting those up for Mother's Day itself I believe they will be available before Mother's Day so that you know, if you wanted to gift a special mum or mum-to-be, and they will be available then. And where will people be able to see them? They'll be able to buy them on Partnership Editions, um, who represent me and I work a lot with on lots of different things, but mostly they sell my artworks. What are Partnership Editions? So Partnership Editions are an online gallery who sell affordable works and they just really try to remove the stigma that artworks need to be unaffordable that they yeah. want to make art more accessible to everybody. Georgia the founder has worked really hard at putting together different artists and adds new artists to the roster every every year actually. Brilliant. Um, and it's a really nice community as well like within partnership editions we all feel like a little family. Oh, good. And, and so you should. You know, if you're Absolutely. happy in your environment, it it does emit in the work, I, I feel, anyway. Yeah, ex exactly. 
And how can anyone see your work, be it website or social media? Um, so the best way to see everything that I'm working on currently is on Instagram. I'm at this luxury. And I also have a website, which is thislakshmi.com. Um, but yeah, I, most of my stuff is up to date on, I mostly update Instagram. It's my, my tool of the trade. <laughs> Excellent. And you've got, you've got a very good Instagram, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank and you. next time in Wembley, I'll go and walk over your artwork. Well, my studio is a stone's throw from it. So you're even more than welcome to come and have a coffee. Will do for Bye. Lakshmi, see you later. Ta-da. Okay. If you've got an exhibition or any other creative project within the arts, or even just want to promote your own artwork, you could do that in podcast form similar to the one you've just listened to. They start at a convenient price point that is comfortable for any artist working on a budget. This podcast itself is created by working artists and we know how important that is. So to find out more information, you can email us on ministryofartsorg at gmail.com or on Instagram at ministryofartsorg. Ta-da! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.